This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Greens. Welcome back. We are on the final day of our week on Parting Ways. Monday, we discussed Parting Ways with a Job. Tuesday, we talked about Parting Ways in Friendship. Wednesday, we covered Parting Ways with a Partner. Yesterday, we had a conversation about Parting Ways with a Family Member. And today, we're having the difficult conversation about Parting Ways as a result of death. This week's topic is certainly a somber one, and today's conversation is undoubtedly the toughest. Throughout the week, we've talked a bit about the when and why of ends, but we've also kept an eye on what's next. What's the positive of this situation? When it comes to death, that positive perspective is a little more difficult to grasp. And when you're in the throes of this kind of loss, talk of positivity can feel out of touch or cold. It would be impossible to have this conversation without generalizing something that is both deeply personal and also different from one case to the next. But grief is well known to exist in seven stages, albeit they overlap. It's messy, but it begins with shock and denial, then pain and guilt, then anger and bargaining, then depression. Then we reach the upward turn. From there, we begin the reconstruction, the working through. Finally, we reach acceptance and hope. Today, we're going to focus on what it looks like to heal, understanding full well that there are many people out there who've lost loved ones who simply are not ready to heal. The process of grieving is yours to own. It's yours to experience in whatever way you deem necessary. What we're delving into today begins the day that we make the decision to move forward. When someone we love leaves us, we often find ourselves reliving the moments we shared and thinking on all the things we never got to do. Besides simply missing this person deeply, we may find ourselves in spirals of what could have been and what never was. We talked about shame before in our week on letting go, and these kinds of grief-induced thought loops exist on the very same plane. The first step is really accepting that what has passed has passed, even if mistakes were made, even if opportunities were missed. We have to use the tool of awareness to bring these grief spirals into the spotlight of our mind and meet them with gratitude. We find gratitude in the time we did have together. We find gratitude in specific memories, in moments we shared, in laughs, in inside jokes, in everything the relationship was, and the ways it changed us, things we continue to carry with us even after they've passed on. Something that really helped me begin to heal after a loss like this was accepting that the amount of time I spent grieving was not a reflection of the magnitude of my loss. When someone we love passes away, a hole is left in their absence, but grief and pain are not required of you in order to honor the magnitude of your love for someone who's departed. Grief and pain are natural, maybe even unavoidable, but love at its core has nothing at all to do with suffering. It's quite the opposite. 
Someone's absence from our life day in and day out can be earth shattering. Again, it takes time to reach a point where you're ready to distance yourself from the pain of loss. But when you're ready, it's important to begin to lean into all the good that existed for the time you shared. Lean into gratitude. Set aside periods of time to grieve, whether it's an hour at the end of the night or if it's at both morning and night. During this time, unpack it all, let it all out, listen to those songs, look at the pictures, cherish the memories, and sit with their belongings. We're not suggesting that this allotted time will suddenly become the only time you think about who you've lost. That's an impossibility. But what it will do is create a space for you to truly mourn. In this ritual, we can sometimes reserve the most extreme emotions for those periods in the day we set aside. As we slowly take control of our state of mind again, it may be a good idea to remove objects or items that break us down. It may mean storing old text exchanges, voicemails, and photos somewhere other than our phones. It may mean creating a specific place in our home where we house all their belongings. Remember, material items are not the ones we lost. These items can be with us always if we so choose. But setting them aside is not setting the one we lost aside. Beyond that, healing looks very similar to pursuing happiness. Again, if you're in the throes of loss, the thought of healing or happiness might be totally foreign to you. It might feel completely unachievable. But I promise you, the opportunity for a brighter day will present itself, and when it does, grab hold of it. If it hasn't come your way, but you're ready for it, maybe it's time to set out on that adventure of rebuilding your world. Remember, those building blocks of happiness are all about self-care. It's cultivating awareness by practicing mindfulness and taking back your presence from the subconscious thoughts. It's developing a healthy relationship with fitness and nutrition. It's building and relying on your community. And finally, it's finding purpose again. If you feel at a complete loss when it comes to purpose, give volunteering a try. It's a great place to start. I want to close this week by saying, if you're in the throes of loss, our hearts go out to you. I believe there is no greater pain in life than losing the ones we love, and yet it is an absolute inevitability. It is the ultimate truth we all face, and that fact can be comforting and that we are never alone in it. Above all, we remember that life is fleeting. Our roads all lead in the same direction, regardless of our age. The time we have left is short and passes in the blink of an eye. The very best we can do is cherish every moment we have together and live life to the absolute fullest, always in pursuit of happiness. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page, at Good Risings. And you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thank you for joining us this week as we discussed parting ways. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. Come back next week as we embark on an all new journey. We will be talking about one of my favorite subjects in the world, which is adventure. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.